Callum, you make a good patches of Hulahan from Dodgeball, but it's stale and I like the taste. And that's the opening to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop Bellum Draconis. We are a live play 5e D&D podcast set in the magical homebrewed world of Aerith in the kingdom of Sleetguard. My name is Mark and I am currently topless and I am the Dungeon Master. And also with us for this week's episode, we have a clothed Darren who plays the high elf artificer Reigns Haddow. Hi, I'm Darren. I'm definitely not topless, but I am bottomless. Oh my god, we are. We, we are. We have Callum who plays the Warforged artificer Alpha and he is wearing a shirt. I am, but nothing else. Oh, we've got Will, who plays the human cleric Emron, and I can see his nipples. I'm not wearing a shirt, but I've got some shorts on. We, between us, are one fully dressed human being. Poo-bearing. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> poo-bearing. Oh, poo-bearing. And the orange gives the allure of yeah, poo-bearing. It does, well, actually, yeah. I, the I MS t-shirt and uh, the MS Society t-shirt and the yeah. poop. Plus, you're fisting uh, a pot of honey, so that you know also gives that impression as Wondered well. Wondered so. where you were going with that, though. Uh, it's actually jam on a Friday night. Honey's are Sunday evening when I mash that. Sorry, up. sorry, right, apologies. It's, it, 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 it's fine. It's like a marmalade. So, oh, nice. There's a bit of Paddington in there as well. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, anyway, uh, enough with childhood um, fantasies. Let's jump <laughs> fantasies. What? Fantasies? No, let's jump into some. What's I didn't wrong mean that. With you? It's the heat, man. It's the gosh darn well, triumphant. It's a weird start, but it's, it's, on, on, our, on our level, it's quite a normal start. Like, I don't feel like this is even that strange, if I'm honest. Well, <laughs> it sounds like a really bad start to a Queen song, doesn't it? Is this the real life? Or no, it's just marmalade. I am busy fisting it into <laughs> a fine paste. <laughs> Mama, just fist a jar. Stop it. I don't know. Know. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Um, job, we, we do do D and D. No, no, no. Yeah. You're already you're already knuckle deep. Yeah. You're in. You're in for life. Yeah. Fist brothers for life. Anyway, um, so, so he kills another two characters, and we'll let you out. <laughs> oh, oh, only one remains. There's cool. only one. Do you think people yeah. do like a one-on-one D and D where it's like just one character and one oh, DM? There must be. Yeah, actually, we, we did some of that. Like, I don't know if we should actually do that at some point. I'm, I'm happy to carry on as we are, by the way, but I think we should maybe, like, you know, play D&D. Okay. That sounds like a possibility. I don't know where you <laughs> suddenly get that idea from. It's not like 50, about 50 50 at the minute, but yeah, I yeah. do agree. Purposely recording something on a Friday. Uh, who knows? Anyway, cool. All right. Um, let's get going then with uh, a little bit of a recap from last week's episode. I have bullied Will into giving us a recap. Go on, Will. Give us a recap on what happened last week on the Fellowship of the Tabletop. Previously on the Fellowship of the Tabletop, Bellum Draconis, our not yet sort of heroes who are a bit depressed and they've they've lost a lot of people. Let's admit that became embroiled with the lone shark Vorndad, who appeared at their keep and offered them a very Victorian little port and cheese thing. It was very very civilized. His debt had to be solved. His debt had to be paid off. 1,500 gold was owed to this person. 3,421. Sorry. That's not what the notes say, so your notes are wrong. It's okay, Uh, keep going. You you got this, bro. We can keep it together. So, the way to pay off the debt was resolved with a dice throw. The dice tumbled through the air and fell upon a two. And so the penalty of collectors was announced. This mysterious task set by Vaughn would last with our party for a while. Vaughn told the party that his people would watch. The fearsome Ghost Fire Legion, a private army under the control of Vordad, of about a hundred plus men. Vordad left, leaving the party with this debt and this idea of collectors, not quite understanding what this would mean for them, hanging over their heads. Within the keep, 
others, people who were bound to Vaundad through other dice rolls, through the dice roll of Oath, waited our party, and so combat ensued within the keep. These soul-crazed people throwing themselves upon our party's weapons, seeking death or to kill our own party. They were struck down by the heroes, but spared by Emron, feeling that their lives were not theirs to take. And so, with the party in the keep secured, they intended to secure them with chains within one of the unused rooms of the keep. Only then was it discovered that more foes awaited within the forge. Amron, you've just been told by one of these uh, Oath Keepers that there were two more people, uh, two, what about the two in the forge? And at the end of last week's episode, you had said you make your way straight there. Uh, are you gathering the support of others around you or are you just making your way there, storming off straight away? He is uh, surging towards the forge. Okay. If uh, others want to follow, that's up to them. So Reigns and Alpha, you see... <clears throat> And we're on deep in conversation with this uh, specific oath keeper, um, a kind of burly, short, bearded, dark haired uh, person, and, and then quickly turns and just walks away. What do you guys want to do? Oh, great. Is, is, this, is this like a competition where we find someone trying to kill us in every room? Uh, all or if, if any of those do get jumpy again, just come and get us. Come on, Alpha. We should, just in case they are going to try and kill Emron, we should probably go with him. Yes, um, I don't think that would prove to be very good for us. Okay, so they're all staying here with me. Is that is that right? Yeah, that they're pretty beat up. Just, just oh, I gotta get after Emron. Just, 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 just. If they do get jumpy, I don't know. Um, I, I, just come find us. Come find us. We're gonna be in the forge. I okay. Run. I, I, okay, and she quickly pulls out her crossbow and just puts a bolt in and just rests it on her leg as she sits near the door and watches uh, all these individuals. Um, there, especially the large man who was shot. Uh, in the stomach, who uh, seems to be kind of the, the main spokesperson for the group um, who was spoken to previously. Uh, you make your way out and you cross the field, seeing uh, the slow chug of a small plow. Uh, Darren, this is one of your, sorry, not Darren, um, Reigns, this is one of your inventions, this plow. Can you just describe, like, because I've just described it as a plow, um, but it isn't just a plow, is it? Would you mind? I know we're waiting on something dramatic to happen, but this plow is important to me. I don't know why. Yet, um, could you just give us a description about what it what it kind of looks like? Does it look like a normal plow? Has it got like an engine on it? Because it's, it's moving on its own, isn't it? It is moving on its own. You see the former rusted plow that used to occupy Goldport Keep has now been animated into life. It looks like it should be pulled by some kind of draft horse, but it seems to have this kind of mechanism that's just causing it to move along on its own. It's like a very large Roomba. It's been painted a very, very light blue and just has scrawled on the side. As you can see, this plough is just starting to tend the earth. It just has the fists of Marota with these kind of really badly drawn fists on it as well. And what this plough is doing is it's just going on up and down at the minute as it seems to be tending the land to um i i'm i'm i've taken a bit of liberty here mark by the time period that's that's moved on to assume that because it's been six months since then that we're we're coming towards spring at this point now and what it's starting to do is that it's just getting ready to start harvesting some of these potatoes you can see it has behind it two uh what look like for for once of a better better phrase wagons that seem to be pulling along they're all empty at the minute they just seem to be permanently attached to the back of this thing it seems to have had some uh, milk crates that have been taped onto the side it doesn't move much quicker than five feet it is really all intents and purposes still a rusty plow that's been painted blue with some very very fine artwork and the scrawlings of Marota's fists on the side and it is just literally at the minute just start just surveying like a Roomba going around your living room this field looking for any sign of shoots of potatoes that might start to come through uh, to just checking the land at this time of year as it heads towards harvest later in the summer all right gardener's world fucking hell i just wanted a little description of the <laughs> that was intense no brilliant thank you very much um I, I, the, the, the savant gardener with me would tell you that a plow just turns soil doesn't necessarily pull up 
So you might need another device. Think yeah, about well, that, that's why device, that's maybe. why at the minute it's currently got these things on the front that are called the fist mm. of Morota. Sorry, I should have been a bit oh, clearer about that. It, it's had what looks like some form of garden utensils that have, are starting to hold this down, some of the blunted shears, mm. anything that Reigns could have got his hands on. And then on either side of that as well are just, as I said, these milk carts that are just hanging behind it. And this, gotcha. these, these things are just depositing little bits of soil in uh, just, to, just to, to keep tabs on the land. At the minute, it's in what's known as surveillance mode. It only has a speed of five foot, so it's not particularly fast. But yeah, Could be used as a battering ram, maybe? A very, very slow one. Like, but yeah. yeah. High <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. I just, I know I'd mentioned it. You mentioned that you, something you wanted to create a while ago and then I mentioned it was there and then we never really talked about it. So yeah, cool. That's us chugging around the field uh, between you and the forge, which is an outbuilding that sits about 50 to 60 uh, feet away from the main area of the Goldport Keep off to the east. You have, if you're a member of the locale around Goldport Keep, you've entered from the north. And then you've got Goldport Keep to the south. You've got the the um, the river, not the river, sorry, the the lake where Marota, I believe, took a little swim in all those months ago. Uh, the nice area where uh, Marota, uh, Ola talked to her parents and joined that spot. All the mossy rocks covering them the willow trees behind it, and then these large open swathes of of, of farmland, which have now been properly tilled and used by um, by Rains and the others of Goldport Keep. And this forge had been offset to the side. Um, I imagined also, uh, Emron, that you had taken advantage of this and used it along with Rains and maybe Alpha as well, and it kind of set it back up into kind of a working fashion in the last six months or so since you were there. Anything specific you want to change to, obviously we can always do later, but just for argument's sake, I just said that you've been kind of tinkering yep. as you had maybe fixing bits up messing around but nothing too nothing too huge in terms of uh, design work at the moment um so we have um so we have orla leading the way no we don't have Orla. we have emron leading the way and nick oh gosh everyone's names get mixed up now uh emron leading the way with reigns and alpha following behind across these fields dodging around the plow towards the door of this uh this forge is there anything that you want to say on the way as you're sprinting over running over walking over whatever you're doing I would have been behind Emron considerably because of the 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 tete a tete that was had with Orla. So Reigns will just be looking to catch up with Emron as quick as he can. Okay, okay, uh, nice. So Emron, as you reach the door, it's the first thing that tells you something's particularly wrong here. The door's left ajar. Okay, uh, you shut it every time. You're very fastidious with shutting the door, making sure it is kept secure. You lock it. All of you lock it. There's a key. There's a lock. The door was locked. It's an iron door. It's a very strong door. It's now unlocked and standing just about an inch ajar. Is there anything you want to do? Yes, I wish to push open the door. Well, violently. Violently. <laughs> so yeah. Kick the door hard in. Um, and at this point, I think Alpha and, and Reigns, you've kind of... Uh, started to catch up a little bit with, with the rest of the group, with the rest of the group, with Emron, I mean. You peer into the forge. It's dark. Despite it being bright outside, you cast long shadows into the space. Some sunlight pierces through the darkness of this room. Despite its cylindrical-ish shape, it seems to absorb light. Maybe it's the ash on the walls. Maybe it's the, the large pieces of dark iron equipment but something seems to take away lights especially when the candles and the forge aren't lit it feels somewhat naked without it a shiver runs down your spine as a unease settles upon you emron the regular familiar symphony of the forge uh, usual for you kind of a harmonious melody it's just this silence the rhythmic clanging of metal and the roar of flames are replaced by this dissonance broken only by the whisper or the running feet of Alpha and Reigns as they approach behind you. In the depths of the darkness, a fleeting movement catches your eye. You swear you see a, a, ho a figure, hooded and unknown, dark behind the, the forge. The forms are elusive and mysterious. Shadows seem to dance and play from behind, from in front, as mocking your perception. A sense of anticipation coils in your gut as if so something malevolent is lurking in the depths of this chamber. Is there anything you want to do in this moment? 
Yes, uh, Emron will see the, the the darkness and the shadows and um, take a moment, and then he will cast uh, my light cantrip upon my hammer. Does that have a semantic or a verbal element? It's a vocal, uh, verbal and material. So he he sort of holds up his hammer and um, whispers, "Alido's light, banish the darkness." And it's and the then, light. It com- Sorry, it comes from your hammer. Did you say? Yes. So the, the head of the hammer will now glow. And as you start whispering those words towards your hammer and praying to Alido, and the hammer just starts to to the light starts to emanate. Suddenly, you hear this kind of metallic rolling on the floor as a slow kind of looks almost like a well we'd know it was almost like a size of a cannonball a small cannonball obviously the cannons don't ex- you know well it looks like a large bullet that maybe alpha's gun would fire slowly rolls to your feet and stops at your feet you stop for a second and hear this hissing sound and then suddenly there's this deafening eruption that shatters the stillness. A smoke bomb has detonated, unleashing an onslaught of dark, bellowing black smoke, like almost like a living entity. The acrid stench of sulfur fills your nostrils as stinging and suffocating. It gets into your eyes. The dense cloud engulfs almost the entire room, obscuring your vision, reducing everything to just, just hazy silhouettes. You look behind you, and even the entrance seems slightly obscured. The smoke coils around your limbs, uh, kind of almost creeping up your legs and arms, all three of you seeking to ensnare you. Your breath becomes a slight struggle. <laughs> the noxious flames seem to be clawing at your throat, blurring your sense of vision. All of a sudden, the door slams shut behind you, <laughs> sealing you in the swirling vortex of darkness. Within the hazy shroud, these shadows contort and writhe, distorting reality with kind of twisted dreamlike states your your eyes water tears streaming down your face as you as you try to make friend from foe reality from 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 this falsity that seems to be around you shapes shift and merge defying your attempts to grasp them your hammer now is brightly glowing yet it only seems to to, to, to kind of light a very small, small, very small space around you. You feel like you're almost enclosed in this kind of coffin-esque feel of dark grey smoke as you hold your hammer close to you, lighting your face in just a small area around you. All of a sudden, at the same time, you feel these feet padding towards you. And then one land almost somewhere in your vicinity. A figure has appeared. I'm going to need everyone to roll initiative. And by everyone, I would also like Ian and Danny, could you two please also roll initiative as well? Welcome back. This is how they're going to die this time. (laughs) Hey, guys. (laughs) It's been a a New York minute. Guess who's back? Back again. Oh, we're rolling well there, Callum. Yeah. We can last more than one episode this time. Wait, you see what I've done. Oh shit, me! Oh, good god! We have all shit. And what's shit lovely the bed. about this? I don't have to um, play anyone. I don't have to do any combat. I just facilitate, which is lovely for once. So, uh, twenty plus. Did anyone get twenty plus for our initiative rolls? Oh, uh, did anyone get fifteen to twenty? Nineteen. Okay, so Danny got nineteen. Excellent to me. Uh, well, this kind of makes sense, really, given the state of affairs. Oh, anyway, lovely. Um, ten to fifteen. What are we going down? Keep going down. No one five to ten. Okay, right. Uh, uh, Alpha, what did you get? <laughs> tell me. I I got a two. I rolled a natural two. one plus one. I got a two. Hey, Mom, what'd you get? Uh, I got a two. I rolled a three minus one to my deck. <laughs> I got a two. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got the higher decks out of uh, you two? Uh, that, that would be Callum, because I've got Callum, minus okay. one to my decks. <laughs> Only just. What did you okay. get? What did you get, Darren? Uh, sorry, mine took a while to come through. I also rolled a natural one, which is a three for me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Well, you wow. Well, actually, what you actually, actually, it's tactical. We've actually kept all of our initiatives together as a block. It's actually a tactical thing now. Excellent. We'll so let them make the first roll. move so we know whether they're friend or foe. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Fair enough, fair enough. So, 
I'm well, theatre of the mind this. I haven't got a roll 20 map for it because you're not going to be seeing much anyway. So it's really up to you guys how we play this. Um, this is smoke filled combat. Okay. So this is, um, I want to be playing this at disadvantage for all. I'm kind of treating this like, I'm pretty sure it's like blindness in terms blindness, of blindness. Blindness would be, is, um, attack rolls against a creature have advantage and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. Yeah. Just before we begin, right, can I confirm right, whether right. we made it into the room or not, or are we still? Yeah, I, I, I'm assuming you're all in, and the doors slam shut behind you. Yeah, you're in as well. Sorry, I didn't make that clear. Actually, yeah. Um, for all intents and purposes, from both aspects, this has affected you all the same way. So everyone will be rolling with disadvantage um, on the tackles. Okay. Full stop. Okay, for for both both everyone in the everyone involved in the in the incident here as well okay because it's affecting everyone unless there's anything that can mitigate it from anyone in particular then it's just that's how we'll play it for now uh the darkness isn't so much an issue for some of you i know um but it's the obscurity of, of the smoke which is the real kick in the kick in the dick i think fair to say so danny mm. you're on top of the initiative order um what would you like to do so uh this cloaked figure uh, will run before all of the obstructions came in to, to, to obscure our views. So that I get an idea about who was positioned where. So as the three people entered the room, I got the, the idea that, that, that Emron is sort of central and then the other two are placed where they're placed. Let's imagine they're like, kind of like at points of a, a triangle. So you've got Emeril at the front, and then okay. if you're looking at the party, Emeril's at the front, Alpha is off to the right, slightly bit behind, and Reigns is off to the left, slightly and behind. Okay, okay. so for you three that's involved in that, switch it around. Emeril's at the front, Reigns, you're on the right, Alpha, you're on the left. But from um, from your perspective, Danny, it's the opposite. Okay, uh, then uh, I will sort of run past and through and do a... a uh, make an attack at sort of at the lower section and the back of Emron, just in order to sort of try and fell Emron to the ground uh, with my short sword. Disadvantage. <laughs> Does a 17 hit? No. Uh, in which case you just, yeah, you just feel this... Uh, glancing strike of a of a blade against the back of your legs but doesn't doesn't do enough to sort of break anything and then i'm gonna if i can move myself to the far end of the room it's almost like i did a, a flyby no worries so we're gonna attack thinking, opportunity. that's what i'm just wondering about that i should have looked this up properly beforehand should do. i'm wondering if we're treating it like you i still get it. i mean if yeah. you, there's no disadvantage yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Almost like all you're doing is reacting to the fact that you've been yeah, hit from behind. Exactly. You turn around and just flinch with your your weapon out behind to try and catch whatever it is and uh, okay. it's attacking you from behind. Absolutely, roll to hit again with disadvantage. I'll of course roll to hit advantage. Ooh, yeah, that's a that's a four. I'm assuming that misses as you swing wildly and the light seems to move away from your face, casting strange shadows quickly across the way before we bring it back close towards you again. Um, unfortunately, you have missed that. Thank you very much, Danny, for that. Uh, Ian, over to you Hi. for your... Hey. Um, for your move, what would you like to do? You find yourself wherever you want. You place yourself in the forge and they are still in the formation that you saw. Unless you've got anything that would mitigate it, you have no idea where this other figure, other hooded figure with you is or has been or where they've gone. So it's just, you know where the three are because you can faintly make out this glow of the hammer. Okay, so um, just as a, in a predator-like position, as Emron and the others entered the room, uh, if you can imagine that room like a square, and on the door side of the wall, I would have been in the corner as uh, Danny was padding around. Um, and as soon as that door closed and the darkness lit up from the corner, almost like Batman, I'd have striked down. And um, who would be the nearest one to me from that side? So, I'm, you know, if the door is behind me, I'm on the left side and I'm just going for the group. Who would I hit first? Alpha would be the closest to you. Cool. So, um, Alpha. Let's see what we can do. Um, alpha, Alpha. For... I'm getting attacked by Batman. Yeah, oh, no. I'm Batman. No, not that guy. <laughs> no. 
it's Drago. He's back again. He's back again. Damn it. 21. No! 21. Yeah. Yes, that hits. Okay. Uh, that is six points of damage as you feel this presence kind of come behind you, I assume, if you're facing outwards. Um, and you'd feel this slice of metal on metal um, as my implement just sliced up. Uh, yeah. How many points did I say? Six points, wasn't it? Six points. Yeah, six points. Uh, of yeah, of damage. Nice. Thank okay. you very much. Are you that. hanging around there, or are you running off? You just kind of jumped down and attacked me from behind. Yeah, uh, to engage with you. So yeah, I'm I'm directly behind you. Um, kind of, if you could see me in a fighting stance. Cool. But you can't, so you can't. Lovely. Thank you very much for that, Ian. Uh, Reigns, you're up next. You've heard these two bang, bang, hits and then the, that's kind of swing of the of the hammer. It's almost weirdly silent as well. There's no like shouting or grunting. It's just these moments of aggression and, and, and violence and then silence again. Everything feels really muffled like you're wearing headphones because the smoke is thick and bellowing and stinging your eyes. You can see through it, but only just about. What would you like to do? Is it basically pitch black in here then, the exception of the, the, the smoke? Yeah, so it's pretty much total darkness. Uh, and then there's the smoke on top of that as well. So I know some of you have um, dark vision or night vision or whatever the fuck it's called. But one thing you can see, despite either of that, is a very, very faint glow. Almost like, you know, when you see this on the really kind of foggy days, you see the sun and it just looks like the moon. But it's like a tiny, tiny bit of light kind of eking through. You can barely make out the moon itself. You just make out roughly the position of the light source. That It's kind of like that. It doesn't help you see anything else save for Emron's position. He's more than likely, roughly, again, you can't make out your eyes are streaming, but about 10 feet in front of you and just slightly to your left. That's where he is. You've just heard a clang to your left. You've got a clang in front of you. And you also would have seen a, a dark figure kind of stop the light of Emron's hammer for just a second as it moves from left to right across the space. What would you like to do? <coughs> Fucking up. That stinks. Uh, uh, NC, let's go Brad 11, please. And what's going to happen if these four conglomerates of lights are going to appear in Reigns' hands, two on, two on top of each other, and he's just going to push his hands outwards away from him. And one's going to dart towards one side of the room, one's going to dart. So basically, it's heading to the four corners of the room are these dancing lights, these, 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 these conglomerates of just glowing, bluey green balls. Are just warm, warm, warm. Is NC just primed, sits on Reigns' shoulder. That's 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 what I got. That's my turn. Okay, now you've suddenly got kind of vicinity. You've got size of space in the space. Um, it doesn't tell you much more in terms... You, you can see very faintly these lights, one, two, three, and then one behind you on the door. However, it doesn't give you much light yeah. because of the obscurity of the smoke, but it gives you a sense of space. It gives you, like, if you see a figure... If, if something gets in the way of the figure, you will see it, the light kind of flicker on and off, obviously. So it gives you a sense of... It was more instinctive to just being plunged into yeah. darkness in the room, all of a sudden smelling to the point where your eyes burn. It's almost like an instinctive of like a vroom, throw something out there. 100%. I get it. I get it. I dig it, bro. I dig it. Cool. Thank you very much for that, Reigns. Alpha, round to you. You've just been struck in the back by something. It's still there behind you. What would you like to do? Kind of almost as a reaction, you're going to hear go, hmm. Alpha uh, <laughs> struck uh, from back. I don't know what a scream of pain would sound like from Alpha. <laughs> we uh, in just taken so a, from behind. Yes, that? I was yeah. in a really good way, apparently. Um, I took a good six from behind. There we go. Um, I'm going to quickly turn around and I'm still blinded. I can't see anything. I'm just going to try and fire my pistol and uh, fire my Eldritch Cannon, which is still active from the previous fight because that lasts... Uh, for one hour. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna try and obliterate whatever just hit me from behind. Okay, roll both uh, attacks with disadvantage, please. Technically, I mean it can't be double disadvantage, but you're close range and obscure. But anyway, we'll just. I know it, it doesn't matter on my pistol okay. attack because I've literally just rolled a natural one on my first one, so Excellent. that's gone. Uh... Isn't that a misfire? Yeah, uh, technically it would be. So what happens uh, with a misfire then, Callum? Follow your own rules. Come on. I, they're not my rules, they're D&D's rules. I think it just means I can't fire again until my next turn. Oh. We'd, well, like, like, we'd, like, we'd like to look at the rules for, for that. Callum. I yes. actually would. I'm yeah. more than if, happy to do yeah. so. Callum, you know, if you want to make sure you know how to 
play a character. That would be that would be awesome. That'd be really lovely. Thanks. So Appreciate the, that. The the attack a, a weapon misfires. The attack misses. The weapon cannot be used again until you spend an action to try and repair it. To repair oh. your firearm, you must make a successful Tinker's Tool check. <laughs> DC equal to eight plus the misfire score. If your check fails, the weapon is broken and must be mended out of combat at a quarter of the cost of the firearm. Holy shit! You were just gonna gloss over it, like yeah, miss you, it, no. I've never read into the misfire rules. I didn't think they were that bad. Callum was never planning knew- on playing by the misfire rules. So. I, knew <laughs> I knew it was wrong because when you said, "Oh, I just can't fire till my next turn," no, you I normally can't fire till yeah. your next turn I because that's the like, point of having you know, an attack. You fool! I know, but when you go and get ranges, when they get double attacks, extra attacks, and all that kind of stuff, I thought that's yeah. what it was designed Pistols to. Pistols uh, have the I mean, loading I, quality. You don't get. I assume your pistol basically has a has a misfire thing a normal pistol within D has a misfire of one and it has a cost of 150 gold pieces so yeah plus tinkering in the smoke and dark so, and so, so your, 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 D, your dc is is nine to to repair your your thing yeah, me and, and everyone else listening is hoping to fuck you fail that <laughs> that's gonna so be an much. interesting one Okay, so the the weapons the, the, you've misfired on yeah, the weapon. The pistol just kind of clogs as I'm trying. It might be guffed up with this kind of really deep smoke, dark smoke, whatever it is, just going into the mechanisms of it. Um, guffed up. You I did know. go swimming That's with a, it a while ago. Maybe it's that as well. That's the Maybe. right there. <laughs> guffed up. Uh, oh, my guffed up. eldritch cannon that is on uh, my wrist did thirteen to hit. Does that oh, hit no, your no, campaign? No, 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 didn't think no. so. You just kind of feel a energy blast. I thought it was more like wop wop. May as well be at this stage. Jesus, that's terrible. Enough. That is hilarious. What a good roll, Callum. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, yeah, You're I'm, I'm going to try and back away. In all fairness, I know there's somebody behind me, so I'm going to kind of be walking. Uh, backwards for my full 30 feet worth of movement. Um, okay, you're, it will it, give Ian opportunity attack. I'm very fully aware. Absolutely. So let me just give you a slight locality as to where you'll be able to move about 25, 30 feet. Could you give me a perception check, please? Oh, God, I'm going to fall on Callum. something. Well, maybe. Let's say 12. <laughs> Six. Yep, you're going to fall down. Uh, so you get about 10 feet. You get 10 feet away, so you're almost in line with where Emron is, but off Emron, he's about six or seven feet to your left, roughly. Not that you know this, but you just hear this almighty thud poof, down as you face first. You trip over some something on the ground, large, heavy, metallic, and it just catches your foot as you move, and bang, you just hit the soil. Not soil, sorry, hit the ground, hit the dirt metaphorically it's made of concrete well it's not fuck it anyway hit the ground hit the slabs and um, you are now prone and that's yep. as far as you can move so you move 10 feet you're in line but you are now face down on the ground and your weapon's cool. broken and you missed oh this wow, is so this good. has gone horrifically what wrong for alpha <laughs> wow, wow, wow. it's like something from magic roundabout right okay uh emron Yes, Emron, it's your turn now, isn't it? Yeah, it's been. I feel like you had a turn, but you haven't. Right, Emron, your turn. You've just had the smack. So much has just been happening around you. What do you want to do? Uh, can I? Um, can I perceive where uh, Reigns' dancing lights came from? I, I don't know. Do they come from you? So their origin uh, Reigns, point. Oh, they... no, I was behind Emron. So yeah, um, you know they come from behind. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Emron is going to back up. Um, in sorry, hold on a second. I'm really sorry, really sorry, really sorry. I'm really sorry, Will, to interrupt you, but Ian, we didn't get your attack of opportunity, did we? I'm no, really sorry. I, I assumed him falling down would... Uh, uh, no, 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 you still got the attack of opportunity. Apologies, sorry, Will, we'll come back to that. It could be the reason I okay. fall down. Nah, I'd like to see you triple something because you're a fool. <laughs> Give me something cool, man. <laughs> uh, so Alpha's just gone poof in front of me, right? Just for what it's worth as well, if I am prone... When the attack happens... The attack, the attack comes when you move. Ta- so the attack comes first, first before he moves. First. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you cool. attack as he leaves your space, and then you'll fall over. So we just cool. have a direct uh, slightly well, because Simple as, um, just another slice, metal on metal. Um, yep. As I feel a presence move, it's almost like a instinct reaction, just a, a straight-up slice. Slice and dice, baby. For a 17. Miss. Damn. Yes. Thank God. Yes. You've got one win so far. Cool. Thank you, Ryan. I'm really sorry, uh, Emron. Back to you. So you're backing up away towards the rest of your party. Yes. Uh, 
and he's sort of sort of calling out, Reins, we need to get back to back. And sort of backing up, sort of hoping that at some point a Reigns esque figure will emerge out of this gloom. Nice. Okay. Uh do you want to hold any actions or do anything well, else? Well, I'm not... I'm then gonna take the dodge action. Okay, nice. Um oh no, that, that's they're already at disadvantage. They're already so at disadvantage, so there's no point. Um in that case I will You meta gamers. <laughs> take it, it won't <laughs> do it. It's fine, man. You do you. I will I'd like to prepare a grapple. I'd like to hold a grapple action. If someone comes to try and attack me, I would like to grapple them. Okay. Okay. You want to hold that as an action in case that happens. As an action. So if someone if someone makes a weapon attack roll against me, um, and is within reach, I will grapple them and attempt to okay. hold them in place. Okay. Um... Ian and Danny, could you both please make perception checks for me, please, just quickly? Yep. Just super quick, so then we'll jump to the top of the round with Danny in just a second. So holding the grapple, Emron, that sounds fine and dandy for me. Uh, uh, Danny, what did you get? 18. 18, thank you. And Ian, what did you get? 23. Nice. 23. Cool. Thank you very much. So, top of the round, damn it, Danny. Uh, sorry, I was to say your character name, that could be really <laughs> awkward. Uh Give give it away, Danny. Your turn. You mm-hmm. if I remember correctly swung at Emron and then shifted round around him off to the to the back into the shadows from whence mm-hmm. you came. Um, what would you like to do? Uh, did I hear what was just shouted? Uh, yes. yes. Okay. You both do. Uh, so upon hearing, we need to get back to back. I think was what was your phrasing there. Yeah. Uh, my character yeah, is going to. Pretend to be Reigns in that situation, and I am going to non-aggressively go back to back with Emron. And if I'm back to back with Emron, and now looking at presumably the direction of where Reigns and hello Emron. Question: Is your character of humanoid height? Yep. Okay, just checking because obviously, if it was wasn't, I'd know. Fair. That's fine. A little half, a little half head, leg, head, yeah. Head hey, if, if is he going to have leg. to get past Emron as well? Because he was in front of him. Is he going to have to get no, past? No, he went behind him. He went behind him. Also, won't. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so now that I am looking back towards uh, Emron's companions, are they within my reach? Like, how close was Reigns to Emron? Uh, Reigns was about ten feet. Reigns, you haven't moved, have you? Since we started, so Reigns in the same position. He casts his dancing lights. Alpha moved forward. He's in light. So you're back to back with Emron facing the door. Because Emron was Alpha's also walking down. backwards. Ah, okay. Yes. So, yeah. So you'll actually be within, it'll be quite close to, depends if you can choose to see him or not, um, quite close to Reigns, who will be kind of in front of you. Mm-hmm. Just about seven or eight foot gap between the two of you. And Alpha's now about 10 feet away. He's kind of diagonally behind you to the right because he was in line with where Emron was originally, but Emron's obviously moved back a little bit from there. So it kind of ended up in a bit of a diagonal yeah. if we're looking at it north to south. So Alpha's face down, top left corner-ish. Yep. Then Emron's in the middle, stepping back, and then Reigns is just behind him. You've kind of inserted yourself between Reigns and Emron, back to back. Reigns at the moment can't perceive that. Emron, you can feel this presence towards your back as well. Okay. okay. So yes, you are in range of this, um, of, of, of Rhett. You are in range of reins. Uh, then I will delay an action. Okay. Then I will, in the event that Alpha or reins come any closer, I will strike them with a weapon. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much for that. Ian! You've heard this d- 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 clang. I don't know if you sound like metal, um, Callum, but the sound of Alpha falling over <clears throat> the iron giant. in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> in front of you. Uh, what would you like to do? Uh, so having heard Emron go, uh, Reigns, we need to get back to back. Uh, you're going to hear, all of you will hear this kind of gruff, gravelly voice shout out. Wait. Are we talking Reigns? Haddo? That's the end of my go. 
Okay, thank you very much for that. Reigns, you just heard what Ian's just said. Yeah, my attention isn't on... Uh, I've heard Emron say something. I'm blissfully unaware of what's happening with Danny's character, and I've just heard Alpha go... I'm assuming, just, just playing my senses, what I've heard is Alpha, bong, because he's not quiet when he falls yep. over. Yep. And I've just heard a voice come from that direction saying, wait, are we talking Reigns Haddow? Yeah, that's right. What I will do is, is I will just say, we certainly are, friend. Can we just lower our weapons for a second? And I'm going to move one of the dancing lights just over to wherever that voice has come from, just to to see if I can see anything. You start to zip the dancing light around the area and uh, for a fleeting second, which quickly is flinched away, you see this hooded kind of humanoid-esque figure. It's of human height, let's say. It's a, it's a height of many of the others of you in the group. And the quickly it flinches away, this kind of dark hood up over the figure. You can't make out any other discerning features about roughly the, the top height of this of this figure. And that's that's kind of it. And roughly its location, which is off to your left. Anything else you want to do? Yeah, I don't know if moving the dancing lights counts as an action. Maybe we'll treat it as it a has bon- a bonus action. Bonus action, yeah. I think it was a bonus the other thing Reigns will do is he's going to move backwards towards the door and is going to try to open it just to let some natural light into the room as these if, if he see, if he glances in he's trying to see these things he's instinctively he just wants his sight back it's on instinct he's just reaching for the door to open it okay you do <clears throat> manage to pull this pull this door into the space and you see like a big bellow of almost like you know you know kind of a, a steamy shower room when you open the door and you, you see the steam kind of will, will kind of pummel out a little bit you see a little bit of that take place and about a foot or two in front of the door is now smoke free as you kind of stand in the doorway and look into the forge at the moment all you see is this kind of wall to wall almost like someone's just taken a like a scoop out of ice cream that is now kind of smoke free the smoke hasn't yet had time to kind of dissipate through into the air above you but you've got light some light coming in those characters within like we can see rain uh we can see emron's hammer can now make out this this rectangular shape of the door and the light trying to pierce through this deep dark smoke uh, is this acting as a vent as well is some smoke starting to escape out the door now that this absolutely is yeah but it's just because it's only six seconds it's it's not like a, yeah, yeah it's cool we can't clear the entire space but it will start it will start to absolutely yeah yeah um, thank you lovely alpha your face down you've heard a voice say something about rains that came from the direction of the vicinity of the thing that hit you, you are face down on the ground. What would you like to do? Yeah, almost in like a, a bit of a, a panic state. He's still, he knows it's not going to work, but he's still pointing his gun forward just in case he sees any kind of figure. But I'm going to use my action to stand up. No, it's movement to stand up, isn't it? Half your movement, movement, yeah. What I'm talking about. I'm going to use my movement to stand up. Um... In all fact, I'm going to try to use the rest of my movement still to kind of back off uh, a little bit uh, from this range. So if you want me to make another perception check before I fall flat on my arse. Is this back off Back off from what? From the door? From the front? It's from the door. Train. So obviously I was walking away from the door yep. and I was trying to get out of the smoke in the first instance. Um, I'm still trying to accomplish that. I'm, I can't see through this at all. I have zero dark vision. I am as blind as what they come right now. So nothing's really appealing to me at the moment. So you're um, moving deeper into the room. Yes, I am moving deeper away into from the room. door. Cool. Just, just yes, to avoid. No, it's fine. Just to make sure I know which way you're going. So you're trying to move I'm, away I'm from the thing. I'm clarifying it for you because I feel this is definitely what Alpha would do. Yeah, he yeah, has no, a logic of moving away from things at the moment. He, that's it. You just got, you've away. been hit twice by thing something you can't see. Absolutely. Why would you not move away from it? Absolutely. So uh, yes, uh, you can move further away. It's not thirty feet that you'll need. Oh, actually, you only got fifteen feet of movement. I've only got fifteen anyway. So I think you can use it all if you manage. Could you give me another perception check, please? We'll go to the DC 12. Oh, wait, why have I done that? Oh. Uh, 18 on that one. I should ask you to do this with disadvantage, really, shouldn't I? No. I, I can roll again with disadvantage? Yeah, go on that. No, no, we'll keep it at 18. It's fine. You managed to uh, carefully now, taking lessons from the first time we've stacked it, uh, make your way past. Things kind of come into your vision really quickly as you just, oh, God, good thing I missed that, good thing I missed that. As you see the the familiar anvil, um, the bench places and things that you remember roughly, but everything seems a little scuffled and moved. Nothing seems in its right place. This feels alien, unknown. This used to be a safe space. Now it doesn't. It feels different. Um, yes, you managed to move that 15 feet away. 
uh, is there anything else you want to do? Or can yeah, do kind or? of purely in a, a panic kind of state, he's gonna. I am gonna attempt to try and fix my pistol um, in this Ooh. moment. So just explain this again. So it's a DC nine. It has in to be to... out of combat, doesn't it? The attempt to fix. I it. can use an action in combat. I believe it was Will. Is that right? All it says is as an action. Um, it's you must make a successful Tinker's Tool check. So I assume you've got Tinker's Tools. Do do do. Oh my god, if you don't, this is going to be brilliant. And you can't just write it into D&D Beyond as an additional note, Callum. This is great. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) So, nothing to do with the pistol then. Not general equipment, yeah. Nothing to do with the pistol. I'm looking, I was like, no, no, no. Ah, shit. Should be Um, under equipment. Yeah, I've looked. I've, I've I do have a set of tools, but they are not Tinker's tools. I love it because like your weapon is so fucking good and like a little bit OP. Let's be honest, it's classic Callum. But you've got this major, major flaw that can just, <laughs> just fuck you over, which is, which is great because now you got to figure it out. Cool. Um, so, sorry. So yeah, in light of that, what do you want to do instead? Um, in 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 light of that, then um, I I'm just gonna take. Oh Christ, I don't fucking know. I, I normally just attack. I don't know what else to do. You are um, a spellcaster, and you are. I, yeah. I know, but I can't see the in spells. And the last time I cast a spell, I killed somebody. Callum, I mean, you can't see the spells. Callum, just check your actual class abilities. Don't tell him anything. Don't, don't do that. Why are you doing that? Don't tell him I mean, Danny's probably right that he can probably do something to. I to do I, I can, but I know I can do something with the tools I've got in order to get some tinkers. If that's what Danny was getting at, but I can't do it in combat. Got you. Um, oh, it takes it takes me an hour to do it. Um, which obviously I need some downtime for. Got you. Well done. Just checking. You do know your class. I do know my <laughs> class. Yes. Yes. It's a special Fine. moment. Me learn. Um, so yeah i'm just going to ready in action then um where if i see any unfamiliar i don't i still can't see anything do i well you can see about a few feet in front of you mate okay if i see a figure come near me as i backed into this wall i'm going to try and just grapple them okay do you not have any other weapons apart from your one pistol like a dagger i do have a dagger but Okay. Just saying, body is I don't know how like, to use it. You don't need I a weapon. I, I have a, I have a five hundred pound. You brought a knife to a gun fight. Elbow someone. <laughs> <laughs> just drop kick him. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to ready in action. If anybody comes near me, I am just going to uh, grapple them. It doesn't matter who it is. Uh, uh, lovely, thank you. <laughs> That's true. That, that, that would be the definition. I would specify that would be an enemy come near That's me. Not somebody what you I just don't said. recognize. Not what you just said. If somebody I don't recognize comes near me, I will how? grapple them. How long does it take to to take a turn where you're just waiting to do something? (laughs) Like, all right, right, Folly, I didn't realise we had to wait for you to work out what spell you I like the attention on me. So, wait a minute. How do you know you you know who they are because you can't see them? I thought, well, if they get close to me, I thought, if they're like right in front of my face, if they're coming towards me and they're right in front of my face, I'm assuming I can at least make out some kind of figures. (laughs) I like to think that you let them get that close, you're like, and then hit... Okay, okay, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Why not? Why it's that? Alpha back on the Freaking on the ship at the start of this campaign where he has oh. one objective in mind and he has no idea what the fuck to do. I've but, used my pistol for God knows how many episodes and now it's been taken from me because I rolled a natural mm, It's not been taken from you. You can just I, rolled dog shit. Can I, I just say, if I ever fall into the quantum realm, Callum's description of this turn is what will just happen on repeat <laughs> while I'm falling. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're in limbo and this is all we're stuck with. Callum trying yep, to make his mind up but never quite succeeding. Over. All over again. Yeah. And I'm doing everything I can to stretch it out to make it even longer. Absolutely. And I'd love to talk yeah. and hear the sound of my own voice, as you all know. So, yeah. This I'm, literally I'm okay is the most... I think this is a record-breaking episode, Callum, for the amount you've talked. I'm really Quite impressed. Possibly. I'm re- I'd be intrigued to see how like, the bars that all, all describe our talk or show our talking, how much mine actually goes on. Your turn's gone on so long, my son's now at school. <laughs> 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 Your unborn one. Yeah. Yes, the unborn one. Next one, yeah. Well, I suppose we're okay. going to move on then. I guess so. Well, this has been, I've, I've had such a delight hanging it's in. It's been a lot of fun. Turn. Absolutely. Yeah. And to our next time, guys. <laughs> 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 on someone else's turn. 
Callum finishes his turn on next week's episode. <laughs> you know, right, I'm genuinely uh, unsure uh, what Callum has chose to no, do. I, don't know. I have moved back. <laughs> and if <laughs> after all of that, I don't actually know what he's doing. He's I'm going okay, to grapple the next thing that comes near me. In this one it can turn, be a broom, and I'm the gonna entire go plot it. of Back to the Future 3 has happened, and he's returned back <laughs> in the place that he left us in the DeLorean, ready for his turn to take place. <laughs> Morty, it's something about Magnus! <laughs> it's your Magnus, Morty! Yeah. Uh, right, so I still don't know what you're going to do, Callum, so fuck you. I'm, we'll I'm, see if I'm anybody comes in and we'll decide well. it then. Anyway, right, uh, Emron. <laughs> I don't know what's just happened, so what do you want to do? Unfortunately, Emrod's actually died of old age. So <laughs> <I can't>. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, actually, so um, with the door opening, I assume there's now like a bit of a, we feel a draft in the room? Correct, yep, yeah, and there's a, a rectangle okay. of light you can see behind you. I would like to look over my shoulder at Reigns, who I think is behind me. Uh, you can, I assume... You've also heard Reigns talking from where the door is oh, yeah. as well. So I look over my shoulder because clearly the person, the voice of Reigns did not come from behind me. Whose butt's on my butt? <laughs> <laughs> it's so firm. Uh, you see black cloth of the figure is kind of hood up, dark material. I'm going to grapple him. Okay, I believe this is contested. Um, mm-hmm. Strength versus, I think it's... I, I, well, uh, I will be using athletics, standing against two athletics or acrobatics. Yeah. Okay, so uh, as the attacker, Emron, we'd like I'd like your roll first, please. If that's okay. okay. Danny, will obviously prepare yours. And these aren't the- normally subject to disadvantage or advantage. I don't think so. It's not a tap no. roll. Do you want- because yeah. you're you're there, you're grabbing. It's it's. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to say you need much perception. Eh, it's not great. Turning around Ten. And grabbing. Ten. Uh, Danny, what did you get? And what did you choose to roll with? Acrobatics twenty three. Whoa. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Emron, you swing around and go to grab, like, I imagine, like a headlock or something. That feels like an Emron y kind of thing. Yeah. Grab it, or maybe with the, the base of your hammer, kind of grab it back, grab, the, grab yeah. it back with the thingy. And um, the figure just disappears as you kind of yank back to kind of pull around the neck area, what you think is the neck area of this creature, person, whatever. It just disappears, and this person's just, this figure's just dipped down just below slightly and uh, missed. Uh, the grapple totally. Okay. Um, so unfortunately, yes, you have um, missed that. Is there anything else you want to do? Yeah, Emron will sort of, this person who's ducked down, like, whoever you are, in the name of Alido, let's stop this and actually talk. Um, and with that, I'm also going to, ca- with a bonus action, cast Searing Smite on my hammer, and my hammer will now glow with fire. I have the power. Very nice. So this uh, kind of—is it bluish? I remember you saying bluish. Is that a thing? No, it's no. It, it's it's the it's, it's the light of a forge. It's literally the so fire of a forge. It's just very hot. Red, yeah. Orange. Ooh, warm. Nice. Okay. Starts to glow on the side of your face, and uh, as the, the the smoke over the last mm, thirty seconds or so has started to dissipate a little bit, clearing up a little bit more space. Um, you can see slightly a bit more around you. Can't still make out much, but yes, cool. That is now lit. Uh, that's your turn. End of the round. Danny, up to you. You just dodged out of this grapple. Yes. What do you want to do? Uh, so having quite easily, by the difference in those two roles, been able to just shake off that grapple, uh, this character that's now sort of squaring up to you, Emron, is going to say, I thought I taught you better than that. And you're just going to feel a whip around your leg as I attempt to grapple and yank you out from underneath you. And this is another grapple. So Danny, could you please give us the attacker's grapple? And then everyone, you can decide how you want to fight against that. Actually, roll it as well, obviously. Um, I assume you're going to pick athletics. (laughs) So Danny, what do you roll? Uh, 21. Okay, 21. Uh, Emron, what'd you roll? 21. Oh, snap! Reroll. Okay. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Hang on. Uh, yeah, both reroll. Do that again, but I'm going to use that. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Daniel, <laughs> first. 21 again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll reroll. Oh my god. 20. Oh! <laughs> so, 
this is the way it plays out. There's a slight moment, the voice of Danny's character, you hear it and there's something familiar and you feel the whip cracking around the legs. Is that what you're aiming for, right? Mm. Basically the legs. And as you go for that, your hammer's shaft slams down and it whips around that a couple of times before getting drawn back again and then whipping around the other side and pulling your legs out from under you. As you fall to the side, you turn and look up. The smoke continues to dissipate and this figure and this voice and this idea of who this might be hangs over you. And that is where we're going to leave it for this week's episode of The Fellowship. Oh, you son of a bitch. Ah, oh, the silence there between oh, roles, okay. the tension between oh, the damn. groups, and all oh, the darkness damn. just set my, my soul alight. But I'm going to quickly wrap this up so that we can continue the suspense and wait for another week where you shall all hear what will happen. So with that, I'd like to thank you all for tuning in, listening, making us part of your everyday week. We love you for it. If you wanted to keep up to date with the podcast, you can do so on our Twitter page, which is at Fellowship Table. And if you wanted to go one step further, miss me, you can follow us individually. I'm at iRolder1. Danny's at Total Party Thrills. Callum's at The D20 Gamer. Big Willy Will is at... <laughs> So much enthusiasm. I've missed that. I've missed that. <laughs> oh, I love it. Natural 20, Will. Darren's at... Darren Page 6 And our wonderful DM can be found at... Hastily Roll DM. Until next time, guys. Farewell. Farewell. Farewell.